Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a great day. My podcasts are officially up now. They are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean app, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, and Samsung Podcasts. And for some reason, Apple still has not approved my application. There is a link in the description below. Uh, please make sure to use the link that is given. As always, there is someone who has tried to copy my channel from before. I do not think it was done maliciously, but there still is a copycat out there. So uh, follow the link in the description. Yeah, very excited to finally have this. I know people have been asking for this for a very long time. I'm sorry it took so long. There's always way too much happening, but I'm up on it, uh, so don't you worry. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, without further ado, let's jump right into it. Some, I, I, I woke up just as always, like, I, you know, I, I still look sleepy. Um, a lot of really good news, which I was quite surprised about. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says Ethereum price analysis. Ether bulls aiming at $1,800 or higher. Can you guess why? Yeah, the prices started going back up. I was a little bit shocked. Technical analysis, Ethereum smashes heavy resistance. Next, bullish levels traders should watch. I believe the level is basically 18 or 1900 A lot of people, myself included, we've gone over this a couple of times before, have been quite shocked that we haven't moved up past 2000 extensively to 2500 even near $3,000 uh, with this upgrade happening. But I'm also at the point where I believe, I don't know if it's fear or what exactly it is flowing through the markets. Uh, but prices aren't moving as they should, and we might not end up getting back there until the stock market is actually moving back again. Because all these coins, even when you look at, uh, and I'm not a, a, a you know, an, an analytics person, especially during the time of an economic crisis around the world. But if you look at analysts talking about the actual like true value of a coin or what they should be or how high these coins should be just off of the actual metrics... And their actual usage, I think Bitcoin is supposed to be around 40000 and Ethereum should be well above $3,000 right now. But I guess maybe the world is holding us back. Technical analysis, Bitcoin price holds strong. Why Ether could push Bitcoin higher. Uh, here's a really funny one. Here's a really, really funny one. Uh, Bitcoin's price is up, but not up, up. Half a percent up. That's about as far as we are currently going right now. Historically, however... Yeah, see if we can get back there. In the past, in the long, long ago, uh, if Bitcoin has had many boring periods, I'm not sure where they come from. I'm not sure how they happen. Other coins begin to move. Bitcoin stays there, doesn't move, might even be like down by half a percent in one day. Other altcoins may go up by 8%, 18%, 24% at the exact same time, and Bitcoin doesn't move. But there's a very spectacular thing that ends up happening, and that is if Ethereum, Ethereum alone, begins doing a little, little bit too well, if Ethereum goes up by 10% one day, 12% one day, 8% one day, 12% the next day, and Bitcoin hasn't moved, Bitcoin magically begins to, there's, there's a metric 
uh, called Bitcoin's Dominance, where you can see how, you know, the percentage of Bitcoin's market cap comparative to the rest of the cryptocurrency market. Historically, it's quite high. Bitcoin is a large coin with a large market cap. However, if it's not moving for about four, five, six, seven days, Ethereum goes up by 10%. The other altcoins are going up by 15%. We begin to see Bitcoin's dominance fall quite rapidly. And I think the lowest we've ever gotten before was like 52 or 53% of the market. And then Bitcoin surges. I'm not sure if it's people behind the scenes being annoyed that Ethereum and the altcoins are doing too well, but then Bitcoin ends up skyrocketing and then the rest of the market always ends up following right along with it. Also very popular in price news right now. There's a couple of coins. We're going to get to them. There's a lot of stuff happening. I'm not sure what the 24-hour change was, but here we are. Uh, Polygon Matic is up by 170% in the past three months. Polygon has passed 2 billion lifetime transactions. Uh, I mentioned before, I think we had a lot of Polygon news at the middle of last year and also like somewhere towards the end. Uh, it was a coin that popped up. Everyone began to use it as it was one of the uh, cheaper and more energy efficient and faster transaction ways to be able to uh, transact in uh, NFTs, especially on OpenSea and stuff like that. I even started using it as well because it was so much cheaper for myself and everyone else to also use. Uh, but I think this coin is definitely going to be going places. This is still touted as like the additional uh, side upgrade that Ethereum has been waiting for for a very long time. Uh, a lot of altcoins independently, the last month or two, and in Polygon's case, three months, uh, have been pumping really, really hard because of the amount of usage that we've heard about them. I forgot what it was. Hold on. I'm going to see if I can find it. Give me like half a second. I, I take pictures of a lot of things and I send it to my friend. Uh, da, 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 da. Nah, it's going to take way too long to find that. Never mind. I have tons of photos on here. Uh, Polygon got announced two months ago or a month ago for like other major projects, like big name companies announced like we're going to be using Polygon. I think also Sandbox also announced as well that they're moving to Polygon exclusively. Like it's all this like really crazy like... They are kind of what we've all been waiting for. Anyway, yeah, so that's the coins price news. And then uh, also, sure, why not news? Um, U.S. stock futures are currently rising. Uh, we've had a couple of negative weeks. Prices keep going down. Someday we'll have a green day in stocks. Crypto prices will follow. Uh, but I'm reading around a lot from what I've gathered stock-wise. Uh, it appears that a lot of people are slightly more optimistic about getting back into the stock market, making more money. A lot of analysts on these television shows have been talking about that they believe that it looks like prices have hit a bottom. If there was any huge amount of negativity in stocks or pessimism in, in some sort of way, if you will, we would see prices going lower, but prices have kind of seemingly stopped. They're going trending sideways and everyone's kind of waiting to see what happens next. So there's indications that we could see prices moving a little bit higher. Is this something else also? No, this is something completely different. So yeah, that's the price news right now. Uh, Ethereum is up. Other altcoins are also way up. Bitcoin is still uh, sluggishly moving sideways. As long as we see the market moving, I think that's all I usually care about. Yeah, that's all the price news. And yeah. Let's move on. 
Alrighty, here we go. Ethereum is on the precipice of transitioning to proof of stake. And the Bellatrix hard fork is the last major upgrade before the actual merge takes place. Bellatrix is happening today. Yeah, makes sense why the price would finally be moving up September 6th. Scheduled for Epoch 144,896 on the beacon chain. It says, here's everything you need to know. I forgot exactly what it is. It's basically like the last layer that has to be laid on top before we get everything going. I think they have a brief explanation somewhere. Emerges Okay. Presently, each Ethereum node is represented on two different layers, the proof of work layer and the consensus layer. The merge entails that these two layers will be combined as it merges into a proof-of-stake system. These layers communicate through an application program interface engine. The purpose of the Bellatrix upgrade is to enable validators to start producing updated beacon blocks, which will then contain the code base for the merging of the two layers. Also, what was the other thing on top of that? Yeah, I, I think we've also gotten to the point where um, I think a huge amount of people who are mining or have validator nodes, I think 99% now have given the thumbs up uh, for the actual upgrade. Historically, I don't know what it is for Ethereum. You need above 70 to 75% for the network to you know have a go-ahead. I mean, this works the same for any coin. If your coin is actually decentralized and works on network consensus, i.e. the people around the world who are validating the nodes, it's not 51% needs to say yay. It has to be usually over 70 or 80% so that they really see that the network is completely for it. And that's what happens now. And the Bellatrix hard fork, I believe, is happening at 11 a.m., I want to say New York time. I'm not really sure. I saw 11 o'clock floating around. Um, also, in very big news, Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin, in a tweet on Tuesday, said the merge is now expected to happen between the 13th of September and the 15th of September. The increase in the network hash rate is pushing the merge to come closer than the 15th. Remember, we were talking before... Um, I think the first date that we got was the 16th of September, and then we heard the 15th. Okay, definitely going to be the 15th, and I said it might even happen a bit quicker. What happens typically is is when a coin is upgrading or updating, uh, more people begin to use it. More people begin to push more transactions through, validate, blah, 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 blah. The more uses that it actually has, the more blocks it actually ends up producing. The more blocks it ends up producing, the quicker we get to the actual block that has the upgrade written on it. There's going to be a block. In, I'm simplifying it. There's a block on the blockchain in a couple days that says update. And on that exact time, when that block is mined, everyone kind of ends up moving forward at the exact same time. So the also other big news is uh, we might get the merge two days earlier than we previously heard just about four or five days ago. Um, at the moment, I think Ethereum is only, air quoting here, up by around 6%. Uh, let's see if that continues over the course of the day as everyone else around the world begins to wake up. I always wake up super early. Uh, so maybe this news will actually do something to the price and also to the price of all the other coins because the other coins are currently reacting to Ethereum's current 6% movement up. But yeah, I am very, very shocked that we're like, we're getting like an avalanche of good news, uh, consistently, which also ties into my idea. Like, you know, we should definitely be a lot higher. Because we don't typically have any negative news in the cryptocurrency space. 
Negative news tends to be like there's one person on Twitter who's talking about something that no one else is really paying attention to. That news article gets picked up and everyone else is also supposed to be panicked and weird and all go completely crazy at the exact same time. Like last week when I was telling you, somebody moved their Bitcoin to another wallet. And there were multiple articles being like, should we be scared? Will they sell off their coins? First of all, it was like, it was like a hundred million dollars. It, it's it's also their money. Uh, Bitcoin has more than enough liquidity to be able to absorb someone selling one hundred million dollars worth of Bitcoin. If it couldn't, it probably would not be the number one coin. So yeah, as it stands right now, the merge is happening sooner than we expect. And today is the final, final, final upgrade uh, with Bellatrix. Very exciting times ahead. Yeah. Let's move on. Coming in at a close second. And the most popular news story of the day. According to CoinMarketCap, Terra Luna Classic is up as much as 70% just today alone. The trading volume on Binance is $1.2 billion dollars. As the project continues to attract increased attention in recent weeks. We've been going over Luna Classic every other day. It keeps popping into the news. Uh, We heard about it yesterday when the coin was up by, I believe, 40%. The day before that, it was up by 60%. Today, it is up by 70%. And I told you before, I, I look around on Twitter and the interwebs to see what's going on. This is a very... Very, very popular project, and I'm a little shocked at how, hmm, what's the word? How dedicated people are, and and I I told you yesterday, compared to Cardano and XRP, this uh, community is very adamant uh, about their coin and that it is going to get back to $1. There's the current price of it right there. Notably, a user on Twitter with the handle LunkDAO noted that the demand has been so high, there was a cryptocurrency exchange that actually ran out of coins. One more time, I'm going to repeat that. People have been buying so much of these coins, the the crypto exchange KuCoin, that is K-U-C-O-I-N, ran out of coin. It, It sold out. There's a lot of discussion, as you might have imagined, Floating around this coin, they just implemented a coin burn, I believe. I'm not sure of the amount of coins that have been burned, but I know it's a fairly high amount for something that was just started. There is also a staking feature, I believe, that I've seen people talking about going around. These articles were also popping up. It says, will Terra Luna Classic be the next Shiba Inu? Shiba Inu basically, the article is talking about they both have very large communities. Uh, and they're both kind of mimicking each other in this sort of way. Shiba Inu's popularity uh, has been pushed forward uh, by the Shiba Inu coin burn. There are dedicated companies who are actually burning Shiba Inu behind the scenes. There are transactions being burned. There's also like a metaverse being created and a staking feature. And they have other coins. They have the Bone, the Leash coin, and the other... I think a dig coin, I think that's the other one. So their ecosystem is also creating itself quite quickly. The same exact thing with Terra Luna Classic. There are people who have not given up on this. Uh, they believe that it is going to be something quite major. And there's a lot of comparisons between them 
right now. Uh, yes, very, very popular news. I've seen so many people talking about this. I think one of the goals for this coin, as usual, is just to get back to one cent. For those of you who missed it, this was worth several hundred dollars before. I think it's fairly possible. Uh, once again, this is not financial advice. I have a friend and, and, and we discuss, I, I, I talk about him all the time. Hello, friend. Uh, we talk about where prices were, where prices could potentially go, how high things might go, blah, 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 you know, all these other things. And usually, my friend's very good with numbers and seeing patterns. Uh, he usually tells me when he thinks that the bull cycle of something is ending. And he does this by normally telling me when the bear market is basically over. He looks at coins' prices, and he sees how low that the coin has gone. This is usually his metric. And I thought it was weird at first, but it makes so much sense. He'll show me the charts, and he goes, well, a lot of the altcoins are down between 90 to 99%. They literally cannot go any lower. And a lot of times, he'll show me a chart as we're having dinner somewhere. And he's like, hey, did you see that this coin is up by 38,000% in the last couple of months? And I'm like... No, I didn't see that. He goes, yeah, we're probably at the end of the, the bull market because, you know, 38,000% for like six, seven months of a coin is absolutely insane. And he was telling me uh, Terra Luna Classic might also mimic that exact same thing. This might be the coin of the... Uh, th there's always a coin before the bull run starts that very few people are paying attention to. But by the end of the bull run, this coin has gone up by so much money. We, we've all seen the articles before. You know how like a lot of times I'll go through a, a coin like it's like this coin went up by 40,000%. If you had put in $500 into this coin, you would have 7.5 million. The coin from last season was um, it was Dogecoin and Shiba Inu. Those were the coins that, was, that, that were appearing in every single article. If you had to put in X you would have this millions of, of dollars. And he was telling me that this, once again, not financial advice, but anyway, that's the Terra Luna Classic news. This coin is very, very popular. Let's see what ends up happening over the next couple of weeks. I wonder how high the price would go if we actually saw the stock market move up. Bitcoin moved up and Ethereum moved past $2,000. That would be quite interesting. Yeah, that's the Terra Luna Classic news. Man, yeah. Let's move on. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says Bitcoin dominance. Oh, whoa. That's crazy. That's in I was how did I not I saw the article and it didn't hit my head. I I didn't. Wow. Anyway, it says Bitcoin dominance slumps under 39% for the first time in four years. I thought it was 51% was as low as we had gone. As Cardano and Ethereum take center stage, the bulk of news normally revolves around Cardano and Ethereum. And that is mainly because right now they have their upgrades, updates uh, happening. I had no idea that Bitcoin's dominance was... I had... I really... Didn't know. I actually should have looked at the number. Yeah, for some reason, I'm going to use the B word. Bitcoin's being very boring. It's not doing anything. We know that it's being accumulated. We know that whales are buying. We know that BlackRock is actively buying. And that's just one company out of hundreds who have announced before that they're buying up tons of Bitcoin. And despite the buying, which I, I, I assume a large amount of the buying is happening OTC over the counter... 
but it's still like, hey, we see that there's less Bitcoin on crypto exchanges. Why isn't the price moving? Once again, as long as other coins are moving, I think most of the market is fine, but Bitcoin needs to do something because I wonder what happened. I wonder what happens to Bitcoin if its dominance falls below 30%. Will it begin to move then? Yeah, a lot of dominance news, and it's mainly because uh, Ethereum is moving up. A lot of other altcoins as well, which we're also going to go over, are pushing up very, 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 very high uh, comparatively to Bitcoin, which is barely up by half of 1%. So, yeah. Also in the news today, Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange by volume, announced that it will be auto-converting existing and new deposits of USDC, USDP, and true USD stablecoins into their native coin, BUSD, the Binance US dollar, effectively delisting three rival stablecoins. The company says the move will enhance liquidity and capital efficiency for users. Among stablecoins, USDC is the second largest by market cap at $51 billion. Is it? I think USDC is from Coinbase. If I'm not mistaken, I, I, I don't. They, they all have weird letters. According to Coin Market Cap, Binance's BUSD stablecoin is a distant third, not for long, <laughs> if they delist the other ones, with a market cap of 19 billion, less than half of USDC. The move effectively removes direct custody of USDC and USDP and true USD of Binance's 28 million users. So, uh, for those of you. Who haven't? I mean, this is this is stable coin news, so it's not something that I would expect people to be like, <gasps> "What?" Uh, years ago, as many coins were listing tons of different coins onto their platform, for some reason, uh, stable coins began to list the coins of rival companies. So, I, I think even Coinbase also has Binance Coin on their platform. This is typically unheard of. Uh, you would not see J.P. Morgan or Bank of America listing something, if you will, uh, from another bank that has the other bank's name on it. You know, usually as a bank, want to have your own ecosystem and people to use your kind of products. If you want to think about it that way. So basically, if you are using Binance and you have any of the other stable coins, uh, you will be credited as they are one to one, and they are stable coins, basically into Binance's U.S. dollar. So you will not be losing any money. But they will be effectively, as far as we know, uh, getting rid of the other coins uh, for their own, which does make a lot of sense. Binance is a company, a centralized company, and they can do as they will. I saw a couple of people. People keep forgetting Binance is not a cryptocurrency. They have a coin, but they themselves are a company, so they can do what they want because that's how companies work. It says Binance will auto-convert USDC, USDP, and TrueUSD into the Binance US dollar on the 29th of September. I assume someone's going to get upset at this for no apparent reason. Uh, it's just them converting it into a brand new coin. So yeah, this was also, but this was quite popular news. The fact that they're doing this because effectively... Uh, if there was a, a, a TMI dollar, I would not be listing other cryptocurrency channels, uh, stable coins on my platform. That's just, that would never, you, know, you would never see that. Anyway, that's the Binance 
Uh, delisting three coins news, if you will. And yeah, let's move on. Also in, please stop, please. Shortly after being accused of trying to exploit Ethereum classic miners, Charles Hoskinson, the founder of Cardano, hit back at the project. In a recent tweet, a prominent Ethereum classic supporter with the username Seth Cormick 9 alleged that Hoskinson wanted to impose a 20% tax on people who were mining a coin in order to milk the network. Uh, there's a tweet for it right there. It says, no drama. Sure, why not? Uh, the comment did not sit well with Hoskinson, who has a very... I don't know the guy, but if you say that his eyebrows are too long, he makes a YouTube video... Uh, screaming about that one eyebrow is definitely not longer and they're beautiful that way. And he always makes it a point to tell everyone else that whatever was said against him is not true. Prompting him to publicly comment on the development, Hoskinson noted that the so-called tax was a sustainable development fund, not a miner's tax, as the Ethereum Classic proponent claimed. He said, I love how a sustainable development fund turns into a tax. He added that the Ethereum Classic Network still makes him sad for not reaching its full potential. Furthermore, Hoskinson said that Ethereum Classic is a dead project with no clear purpose of existing outside of spite. I am not going to touch that one with a 95-foot pole. So, uh, the news is one random person said something that got five hearts on Twitter and Charles Hoskinson responded back to them in the way that he does uh that's why i that's why i was like stop it can someone take away his twitter or his youtube or or just something i mean because he gets so like i thought i was relatively emotional like i'm it's crazy other youtubers used to talk crap about me all the time but now those youtubers are also gone because their channels were garbage but it's still like geez louise dude like get like a slight grip um, it, it doesn't look well for the project if every single time the, the, the head figurehead of the project ends up just screaming in a new YouTube video all the time. There are a bunch of, uh, what do you call it? Um, like developer, what's the, what's the term that he used? Development funds. That's a fairly normal thing. A lot of different coins do have those. Uh, even if it comes from their reserves or anything that might be happening from the actual, if you will, air quotes, taxation of someone who's mining the coin. It's so because years ago, for those of you who were not here, a lot of these projects were asking for funding and no one was giving it to them. Think about this. Everybody wants Ethereum's price to go to $10,000. But the people who are developing on the project, who are making the apps, who are making the dApps, who are making the websites, making the DEXs, no one's funding them. The project begins to fail and people go, I don't understand what, what, what was going on. It's because everyone was so focused on making money and the coin's price going higher that these projects had no money flowing to them. That's why we end up getting news sometimes like, hey, there's a billionaire who's putting $100 million into this project. It's significant because years ago, no one did. Everyone like literally just assumed that these projects, some people thought that these projects were based on AI and that they were building themselves. So the idea 
of an actual like fund for these developers is very important because a lot of other projects have completely collapsed and disappeared over the years because no one was giving them any kind of money. Everyone expected everything from them for them to not make any money. There was some, I don't remember the name of the project anymore. They were working for nearly a year and a half without any money. They were doing it on their own time to build this coin. It was, it was, it was completely insane. And then the coin ended up collapsing because no one was helping them. And they, they kept on asking like, hey, can you guys donate to us? Right. So, um, yeah, someone on Twitter said that Hoskinson was doing some. But I mean, as it, as it stands or looks like, it looks like these people love Ethereum Classic. They probably have a lot of it and believe that the coin was going to do something insanely crazy or amazing at some point. And the only movement that we've seen from Ethereum Classic, I think it's also up by 30% or something today, is because people believe that the people who are mining Ethereum will turn off their computers when they can no longer use it to mine Ether and will simply switch to Ethereum Classic. That's kind of the entire basis of the movement up that we've seen the last two months. It's this kind of idea that maybe they will, but no one knows if they will kind of news. So, yeah, that's the Charles Hoskinson uh, got into a spat, pat, cat in the hat uh, with someone on Twitter news. And it's going to happen again tomorrow. This happens every day for those of you who don't know that. Someone says something, he goes completely off. I I mean, it, I think if he had, I wonder, haha, I wonder what would happen if Charles Hoskinson didn't use Twitter for a month, if we would see Cardano's price constantly going up because there was no like weird YouTube video news. All right, let's move on. As always, a very special thank you to my Patreon supporters, GBU Wally, Manny Cryptos, Crypto Gambino, Bubble Mode, How's Life Austin, Auspicious Agile and Blockchain, Jamie Saad, Blockchain Simplified, and let's move on, Empire Queen, Roman Geba, Bitcoin Ben Arachno, Dave, Tony Ambroski, The Dealer's Den, Captain Something, and the Z-Way Lay, Mobarazzi, VB Nerd 21, Miguel Grillet, Lauren De Silva, Quoted Biddy, Troy Allgood, Space Case, Need a Miracle, Paternoster, Novara Williams, Utopia 569, Moonman High, XRP, Martin Stoyo, Nostromo, John Sarson, The Animal Reader, Bibliophobia, Todd Mullis, Adam Graysick, Wise Night Owl, 242 to the World, Bank Road Network, Crypto Artist, Cold E3D, Setsuna, Richie Rich 3, Paxis, Nick Mangialavori, Jim Garner, Jeremy Fox, Minting Coins, Yes to Crypto, Bodie McBoatface, still amazing. Anytime Fitness Monks Corner staff bake me a cake, Tigger and Machonisa. On Crypto with Lionel and Crayola Michelle URL. Thank you all very, very much for your continued support. Thank you to everyone who is a member of the channel. Thank you to everyone who has downloaded and is or planning on listening to my podcast over the course of the day. Everyone who left a comment, everyone who is still here, all the support on the new channel. Thank you very, very much for that as well. Constant videos will be uh, created there all the time. I am always, always, always traveling. At the moment, Bitcoin is at 19,966 US dollars. It is up by 0.97%. Ethereum is up by what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ethereum is at $1,674. It is up by 5.8 percentile points. Binance Coin is up by 2%. ADA is up by 2.7. XRP is up by 2.3. Solana is up by 4 percentile points. 
Avalanche is up by 6.6%. Ethereum Classic is up by 25%. Once again, this is just based off of the idea that people will be turning on their machines to Ethereum Classic. We have not gotten any news about that. Maybe behind the scenes, people are sending smoke signals or something, but still nothing is confirmed. Uniswap is up by 2.8%. FTT is up by 2.7%. Near is up by 3.7%. Luna Classic is up by 52.81 percentile points. Woo! Internet Computer is up by 4%. EOS is up by 5% as well. EOS is now in the top 50 uh, constantly. Uh, it's at $1.50. Still, once again, uh, no confirmation on what's happening with this coin. The coin goes up more every single day. Uh, but we still have not heard why. If there's an update, an upgrade, uh, part of the rebranding, if something is happening, EOS has not been in the news in weeks. Tezos is up by 3.4. Ave is up by 5. And Staked Ether is moving the same as Ethereum as one would have expected. Yeah. I do hope that you've all enjoyed I do hope that you all are having a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, commenting, and or supporting. And I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.